Welcome to Yento and Nikki's podcast. We're just two Jersey girls that are insanely bored and are ready to talk about anything, everything, and sometimes, honestly, nothing at all. There it is. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. sorry. Ow. Ooh. Hey, hey. How you doing? How 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 are you? <laughs> I'm 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 wonderful. Um, how are you? You have caffeine. I have Apparently caffeine. I missed the memo. No, okay. no, no. I let me you know perk me. up. I'm slapping my face. Let me <laughs> perk up a little. <laughs> Just get yourself a Red Bull. Just you know. Ooh, and be up some... until four a.m. No can do. You're like, no, definitely not. How early do no. you get up in the morning usually? Um, well, I am on central time, so I'm up at seven, mm-hmm. um, which is eight o'clock Eastern time. So okay. I have an hour to walk the dog, mm. look like a person, get some coffee, breakfast, and then sit at my table desk and get the party started for the day. So, okay. um, but yes, I am up what- at 7 a.m. What time do you usually go to bed? Depends. Um, okay. I'd like to be in bed by 10. That doesn't mean I'm asleep. <laughs> wow. But like, wow. Okay. What time do you think? Because now I got to ask the follow-up question because I really need to know this because 10 sounds mm-hmm. super early to me. It's just like be in bed. When do you think you yeah. typically fall asleep? Probably between 11 and 1130. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And I've noticed if I fall asleep immediately at 10, Mm -hmm. I am um, like I'll wake up in the middle of the night. So um, Mm. around like three, four o'clock because it's kind of like, all right, we've hit the I'm I've like rested mode. So yeah. I know if I, if I go to bed, sometimes I'm just tired and I'll just fall asleep, but I know I'll wake up around like 4am because I've like done the hours that are required for me to survive. Right. And, um, yeah. And then like, you know, I'm like kind of wired for a little and I'll try to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Now I want to ask you all the questions about sleep. So like how many, how many hours do you feel like you need? To feel good and like I need rested. To feel great, I yeah. would say between I would need seven. Below okay. six is six is rough and five mm. is not a good day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I would say a good like I, me feeling good for the day is around seven. Six is okay. But okay. anything below that, it's not gonna work. Yeah, I feel like even six is like that's a stretch. I feel like I need eight. I think I think I am like okay. a an eight hour girl, but I, I just have that whole thing where like, I just sleep much later. So in my ideal world, I'm like, Oh, go to bed at, Ooh, excuse me, go to bed at two, wake up at 10. Amazing. I feel mm-hmm. great. Feel fantastic. Cause then like when I'm going to sleep, I'm actually falling asleep versus, you know, I do try to get in bed by like 12, but I feel mm-hmm. like, right. I'm not going to bed until one thirty, like, so, so then you're, it just feels, yeah. you're in going to bed at 12 at midnight. I'm, I'm in like kind of what you were saying. Like I'll, I'll try okay. to get physically into the bed 
by like mm-hmm. midnight. But to mm-hmm. be totally honest, I'm not falling asleep until like one thirty. And so what about a lot your of times, husband? Oh, he's he's knocked the fuck out. He like I okay. hate him so much. Okay. I hate, okay. Hate hate, and I swear for him, he, if he just gets like four hours of sleep, mm-hmm. he's great. Like he'll just he's Ooh. just I I do That's not rough. know how he does it. He he swears that he is just the most efficient sleeper. Like when he puts his head on the pillow, he's out. Like out. Whatever the deepest cycle of sleep is, he's just like immediately in it and his body just rests and then he, you know, ideally I think he would like to sleep probably 6 hours, but I don't think he's ever I don't know that I've ever witnessed him sleep more than 6 hours. I don't think. Yeah. I feel like he, his typical night is like a six hour night. And And what time does he wake up in the morning? He usually gets up. He's been getting up a little bit later. Like he's usually up by like seven. I feel like the latest, but like lately Mm -hmm. it's, it's been later. It's been later. Cause we'll just like, because I toss and turn and I'll like stay up a little bit to watch TV. He'll stay up with me. And so he'll normally like wake up around the time I have to get up for work. So like eight, eight thirty. but okay. Yeah. He is. I don't know. I don't know how, how some of y'all do it. So, okay. Thank you for indulging me. Just wanted to hear about You're all welcome. your sleep. And You're welcome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I have a dog, so there's no like sleeping in past seven. That's like, right. okay, sis, you need to get your ass out of bed. Uh, and yes. she's kind of the same. Like once the, I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned because uh, daylight savings is about to end mm, and right. um, my dog likes to wake up when the sun wakes up <laughs> so oh. I'm like does that mean that I will be at 6am and I'm oh. not getting up so sis oh. you're gonna have to f- hold your pee until uh, yeah. 7 because I'm not doing that yeah, yeah. but yeah something to look forward to oh <laughs> something to look yay yay for daylight savings uh yes. uh you know uh ending and springing ahead so to speak mm-hmm. yeah okay mm-hmm. all right well um yeah welcome welcome all welcome y'all uh, <laughs> <laughs> hope y'all are doing well um gosh what do we want to chat about this week um well let's start well, with first, your weekend um yeah, let's get that going. How okay. was your weekend, Miss Nick? Well, I, you know what? I'm starting with me, goddammit. Yeah, because so was your weekend. I love when you start. Yeah, because it gives honestly, me time to remember. I, yeah, <laughs> honestly, because I have nothing. I'm quick this week. So there's oh, no okay. New York trips and no trips. Just right. me doing a whole lot of nothing. Um, The only highlight of my weekend, um, highlight of my weekend, but you know, just some R&R, but mostly I mm. went to an escape room. I haven't oh. done one of these in years. How was that? Um, we actually won, but I will say it was not because of me, because I am not. <laughs> that is not a strong suit for me. I will be 100. I can't even brag on myself because I was in the contribution percentage. I was probably <laughs> 5%. So Were you like the um, note taker? Were you the one writing down the clues? And you're like, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah I got yeah, this. Let me yeah, write this yeah. down. Okay. I'm gonna, I will assist the fuck out of an escape room. <laughs> but me, like, really solving it? No, that's never been my strong suit. But um, 
I went with um, the Black Girl Social Club. If you don't know, follow oh. the Twitter handle for those who are interested. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're again, I think I plugged it already, but their chapters all over the country and the, all the cities. So check it out if you guys want to make some social friends. But yeah, we went. Um, there was probably five of us, and there was another group. They like to pair you, you not pair you, but like if two groups request the same room and they're small, you can mm. uh they put the groups together to combine us. So total was about like eight or nine of us. Mm-hmm. And I we needed every person in every yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know, it was it's always fun and you know it's always exciting when you win, but I swear that's not my strong suit. I almost <laughs> wanna like practice like go. I think it's something you need to kind of like <laughs> practice like ahead of time yeah like low key just like go to a room because i think that's a skill you have to practice if you're Mm. not challenging your brain that way it's not something that typically you just know um right so like yeah i think the other group that was in our in our room with us solving together i think they do it more often so their brain is already kind of like all right i need to figure out this is the way we need to do this. So I that's okay. kind of good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am a newbie to that whole thing. And, you know, it's always like, or I won't say a newbie. This is probably the third time I've done it. But the last time was pre, pre-COVID or mm-hmm. pre-quarantine. So I have no recollection. But yeah, it's it's definitely a mental exercise. And it's something you just kind of have to practice. What, uh, so what was like the room set up? Were you in like a, Ooh, like a host, like a apartment like setup that they, well, you know, they, designed? they all have yeah. themes. Yeah. I right. don't know if you ever, you've done escape room, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, no, not unfortunately. <laughs> they were, I'll, I'll share my insight after you, you describe the, the setup for yours. Okay. Yeah. So this theme of the room we were in was, um, it was the gold rush in San Francisco. So everything oh. was about like getting gold. Um, and they, it was pretty cool because this is the first time I went in a room where there were multiple, it wasn't just like one room. There were multiple rooms, Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, unlocking the door to get to the next room. And then one room had a slide to get to the next room, which was really freaking cool. Um, um, so yeah, it was, it, we won. So yeah, it was just like, you know, finding the gold and breaking down things to, to blow up shit to get gold (laughs) but that sounds like that sounds legit like there's a whole slide that sounds like 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 hardcore like super fancy like escape like escape the rooms like i feel like the ones that i've done um if you guys ever saw the goonies it reminded me of that wow (laughs) yeah a little bit that's super nice no the, the ones that i've done have always been in like some weird warehouse mm-hmm. like some old like new york building whether it be a warehouse i think one time we were in like i don't know if it was a church i don't know i just remember the art the, the outside architecture looking nice no i think it was like an old school uh like a, a school that had shut down and they were just kind of okay. like you know using up the rooms and so they had designed one room as like a like a one bedroom apartment and, you know, you had to go through and find different things. And, you know, wait, I, I do not think I've ever won. I've been, I don't think I've ever been on a winning team. <laughs> just, you're, you are right. Like, there's something about using your brain in that way 
because it's, yes. I feel like even knowing like what potentially the clues could be. So like, mm-hmm. I remember in the, in the apartment one, I'm just like, okay, so like, what do we do? And it's like, oh, you just gotta look for clues. And I'm like, well, like where? And they're like the whole room, the whole room. And I'm like, the whole so, room, right. Right. And then like, there was a computer that was in the room, but it was like an old janky computer. So I'm like, oh, this is just for the aesthetic. Like, this is just for like some no, weirdo has nothing like No, is old, for the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. And then like, didn't realize until like, I don't know when we're into minute 20 of 30, like, oh, this computer turns on and it has probably a very significant clue on it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, um, it is, you're right. It is a skill set and I do not think I am good at it either. I feel like I go down weird tangents where like, I think <laughs> I have a hard time finding the clues. And then I think certain things are clues that are clearly not. Like I was like looking at one book and it was like, oh, the R is underlined. And it's like, I don't think that has anything to do. I'm like, but why would it be underlined? It was like, it, d- nothing. Like there's, we'll think about it. We'll talk it out. And like, I think it's just an old book that they actually like, you know, again, that was probably an aesthetic thing where they just picked up a book from like the old library and some motherfucker just happened to underline a word or a letter. Right, and I'm sitting right. there like, okay, well, what does the R stand for? Maybe the, the, the R is the name of the person who we need to call <laughs> on the phone. Yeah, stupid, stupid. So I am, I am generally, I don't want to say I'm not a fan. I just think, I think I need to be with the, the right people that can steer okay. me in the in the right direction <laughs> when I'm looking for shit. But okay, cool. Cool. Uh anything else? Was that the was that pretty much it? This Honestly, that was it. Up? And then we okay. went to lunch and that was it. Just a just a low-key weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, that's very cool. I love it. I love that you're, you know, continuing to do things with the social club and that they're really I love it. I yeah. love it. It's like built it's like baked in friends. And they yes. they try to keep things, you know, a, a couple things like maybe three events a month so that it's not you know. Oh wow. Yeah. So there's always something like if I week. want to do it. Yeah, it's almost like every week or every other week. Yep. Nice. Okay. Okay. No, that's very, very cool. I might have to check and see if um there's a chapter closer to me and I don't know. There maybe, is maybe there's a North Jersey okay. and a New York City one. There's a oh, few New shit. York City ones. Yeah, oh. that's plenty. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. They're Obviously. everywhere. I will check. Yes. Now yes. I'll start practicing my escape the rooms and then you and I can go together. <laughs> And then I, we will I, like. I'm down. I'm down. Then, I'm down. We can make it I a just, thing to see how quickly we can solve it. Like, forget. Like, I'm we'll down. solve it. I will say We're this. Just, yeah. Okay. I will say this. I went the last time I went prior to this one um, was pre-COVID, and I went mm-hmm. with my cousin and I. I think it was like her birthday, and we went to one in DC. And I, th- I think with escape rooms, if there's only two people, it's not mm. not enough people. You need more oh. more than two brains. So okay. like, yeah, if you share a room okay. with other people, like fine, but mm-hmm. just two people in a room, like my cousin and I, it was not successful. So I think you need <laughs> a few more brains. I would okay. say at minimum in a room, four to five people. Oh, okay. That's okay. like the effectivity of getting the hell out of there. Otherwise, yeah. uh-uh. you're just sitting there. The two of you are just like, what do you think? I don't know. What do what you do think? I don't know. Fuck. What do you think? I don't got, I don't know. I got nothing. All right. Are we calling? Are we getting a hint? Are we right. doing Can the we hint get now? More hints? <laughs> exactly. I think you need more heads. Unless you're super experienced and you just uh-huh. got this shit, 
You need right. more brains to okay. think differently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, I can see that. I could definitely see that. Okay. So then, yeah, well, uh, maybe I'll bring the husband and we'll, we'll roast some other people oh, that'll be fun. into it when we go. Let's, let's oh, get his yeah. smart brain. Oh yeah. I feel like he will. So let me just, let me just say this. My husband, I feel like has knowledge, like he just will know obscure shit but like great shit but just like mm-hmm. there's been so many times where he'll like say something and i'm like what where did how did you even know that like where did that come from where did you read about that so i feel like he would be a, a true asset like he would All be right, the motherfucker would be him. like the more yeah, the like, merrier oh. right 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 okay no i'll definitely rope him in um so All right, let's what about see. you, darling? What did my you weekend? Do? So I felt social this weekend. I did a couple of different things. So uh ba, 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 ba. what day was it? Saturday, I met up with um one of my good high school friends. We went to a dance party. We did um Daybreaker. Have we talked about this? Like the the motherfuckers who like get up really early in the morning, like usually before work, and we'll go to like a dance party. And we'll like dance. I've heard about this. Yes. Yeah. I think you told me about this. Okay. So I I was supposed to go with this friend uh probably a couple months now, a couple months back. Um, and last minute couldn't make it because I wasn't feeling too great. So this one came up and the the main reason why I was like, oh, I gotta I gotta go to this one was that it started much later by daybreaker standards. So normally these parties will be before work. So you're looking at like six o'clock, 7 a.m. And they're doing like an hour dance party and then you shower and then you go to work. This one started at 11. So I was like, okay, I think I, okay, let me, let me see if I can make this happen. So made it, went, had, um, had a, had a great time. I will say, and my friend was so wonderful about this. So I think we've spoken about this, about how like lately I just feel like certain things are just sensory overload. And Mm -hmm. that's how I felt at this spot. So normally with these parties, my understanding, what my friend was explaining to me is that they're kind of like those silent parties where you have the headsets and you're listening to like a DJ who's spinning. This one, (laughs) this one was like, it was a club. It was straight up. It was like in this uh, spot in Brooklyn. They had uh, they had a DJ. They had an MC. They had like a live horn section. They had um, what dudes, time did this start, Nikki? Eleven a.m. Eleven a.m. on a Sunday or on Saturday a, a or Saturday. Sunday. Saturday. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. It, Go ahead. Can you imagine doing that before work? Did you Could eat? You, Yes. So they, so they are very good about that. So they did have like tons of snacks. Um, their big thing is like, you know, uh, healthy eating, clean eating, you know, so they got the water, they got the kombucha, they got the, the, so there's no alcohol, no alcohol, none whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. So they had bananas, fruits, they had a bunch of stuff for you to snack on. Um, but it was just sensory sensory overload at times and i had to like kind of like take a step Ooh, that's out. a lot for and 11 this, o'clock in the morning right yeah right but can i tell you let me tell you so if my friend is listening to this i love you friend you know i love you and i admire you so much and this is the friend who is like the true fucking extrovert like he is 
he was out there. So when I like, when I get there, I'm like, Hey man, you know, walking, walking up. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm by the front. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I'm thinking, all right, maybe he's like, towards the front of the building. Like, I didn't know what was going on. No, no. Dude was like right up basically on stage. Like he was like the all DJ. the way up in the front. Oh, pretty much. Pretty much. Like there was, so what happens is like the, there's like, um, the DJ was kind of like off to the side, but on this like stage area, there was the, the MC and like the, I don't think they were playing the horns at this time, but you know, they're on stage just kind of dancing and like a couple other for lack of a better term, like art, art, artsy people in that, like, you know, there was a couple of mm-hmm, men, I mm-hmm. think on stilts and are like waving like flags and doing all these different things. And yeah, he was pretty much right there, right up on stage, like damn near on stage right next to it. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And I was like, that this is my friend. All right. So I make it to the front. I, I dance my heart out for like maybe a good 30 minutes and then I was like, oh, okay, I need to, I need to go back and get water and then just kind of like take a moment outside because it was just, okay. Whoo, whoo. I'm assuming um, there's limited seating and all of that stuff. Yeah. There's no seating. Um, although you <laughs> okay. probably, you probably could sit on the floor towards the back. Like if you really were, you know, if you really needed a timeout, you probably could, yeah. but no, I did not see anyone sitting. Nobody was sitting. Okay. People, I mean, these people were not playing. They were dancing hard. Uh, often, I don't, there's just, there were people that I saw. I was like, has this person taken a break? I went out, came back, went out, came back. Still in the same spot. Don't think they took a so, break. So how are people dressed? Are they dressed to like, see, when I think of a dance oh, party, okay. I'm like, we're, sure. we're putting on cute clothes, but this seems like okay, a workout. No. So, okay, good, you know, excellent question. So I don't know if this happens for all of them, but this particular event, apparently there was a a morning yoga session before the mm. dance party. Mm. Um, my friend went, the, went to that too. I was like, can't do that. This friend is very three. ambitious. He, okay. He is so, he is like, but I think he's a morning person. I think like he's an extrovert and he is a morning person. So like getting, okay. you know, and he's, he's got girls. So, you know, he's used to the kid life, the daddy life. So I'm sure getting up and having to be somewhere in the morning isn't foreign to him, but okay. uh, it is to me. And that was hard. So I was like, I'm gonna do the 11 o'clock. Um, so, right. So I think a lot of people were already kind of in uh, comfortable clothing because of that. And then I think for each event, they will have a theme for like how to dress. And I think this one was, what did they call it? It had a fancy term, but it basically was like dressing all one color, monochromatic, okay. but like monochromatic yeah. bold. So it was like bright colors. It was like bright green, bright yellow, bright okay. blue. So that was so cool. it was a so theme, was cool. yeah. Okay, and that's and so basically people were comfortable, but they're wearing just like these very very bright colors, which I will say it did look cool. It did look and cool what to color kind of did walk. you wear, ma'am? I so okay. Thanks for calling me out. I effed up and did not realize that there was a theme until precisely ten minutes before leaving. That was also oh lord. <laughs> Also, after my friend texted me the night before, and he said something like, "Hey, I'm thinking my co- I think I'm going to go all blue tomorrow. Do you have like blue? 
don't know if you asked for blue lipstick or blue, like a, like a eyeliner pencil or something. And I was like, Oh yeah, I think so. Let me, let me check. Yeah. I'll bring it with me if I have it. Did not even register that he was referring to a theme. The theme. I just, I just thought he was like, Oh, that's my friend. He just, he's just zany. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, I did not put it together and then read the, the, the invite again in the morning. And I was like, Oh, okay. I, I do not. <laughs> so then that, at that point, one, I'm stressing out because I'm already going to be late. And then I had this like quick, quick realization of like, all my clothes are depressing. Like I'm a, I'm a dark, like I'm a gray, You don't have any colorful black. like leggings? No, not bright. Huh. Not like, I get huh. like if I do colors, they're we like gotta muted. Fix that. I know. We gotta fix that. It, I was like, it, yeah. I really, I tried. I was looking in my closet. I and couldn't find anything. And you look good in color. You I, look great. I don't know. Thank you. I don't, and I don't know why. Cause it's not like I consciously stay away from it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like when I'm, I'm going and I'm like, oh, you know what? Fuck, uh, I'm not doing pink. Uh, like I just, I just will gravitate to whatever you know catches my eye. But I think it was just that realization that most of the shit that catches my eye are like muted colors. Like it's like the mm. like purple, but like a really muted sort of like grayish purple. Or like if I do pink, it's a really like it's a dusty rose. It's not mm. like bright magenta. Right. So yeah. So your girl went with all white. I, that, that okay, was the only okay. thing I was like, I was okay. like, not black. They're not looking for that black. Works. I know that. that and works. I was like, let me, okay. let me go with white. So that's, yeah. that is how I, uh, attempted to, um, stick to the theme, but. Okay. So was, give me full yeah. rating a scale of one to 10. Would you do it again? Did you like the vibe? What are your thoughts? Uh, scale from one to 10, I would give it, I would say seven. I would do it okay. again. I, I think I would actually like, I would prefer, if I were to do it again, I would prefer to do one of the ones where it's kind of like the silent dance party with the headphones, because like I said, there was, oh, and the other thing to go back to the sensory overload, it was cool, but just a little too much at times, the, the walls were bare. So they kind of had like a projector that was projecting all these different things on the walls and it would change and it would change colors. And, and it was, it looked cool as hell, but I just think after like 20 minutes, like I swear to God, I like started to get vertigo because I was like, what, what's going on? Like things are spinning, <laughs> but I know they're not spinning and oh, so much artwork on the walls. Oh my God, it keeps moving. So Yeah. Um, so yeah, seven, I, I would go again, would prefer to do it outdoors. Um, the vibe was cool. I mean, it really was a very welcoming, um, vibe. Like everyone was just like dancing, like no one was, was watching. That's what I really liked about it. People were really Mm -hmm. just genuinely having a good time. And a lot of folks like brought their kids and their kids had the, um, like they brought the headphones with them. So like okay. the kids were just kind of okay. like chilling with their parents and like, it was just cute. Like them dancing with their parents and, you know, a cute little family event. So yeah, I would do it again. Um, preferably outside and preferably not at six o'clock in the morning. I do not think I will ever, ever be able to do that. There's just, no, that's not my, no, that's not my, I could do 11. Yeah. Eleven's right. Fine. 11, on a weekend. That's cool. fine. Yeah, weekend, but not. I'm. I will never be able to do that before work. 
that that is just that's like in the winter like getting up when there's like no daylight no no i could not i could not do that so we'll see we'll see what the future holds um what else did i do so that was saturday sunday was chill just caught up on shows watch the next episode of last of us have you started watching yet are you watching it uh, I haven't watched it since the second episode. I'm trash. Okay. I am not caught up. Okay, fair. Um, then I will not talk about it. Uh, we'll come back to that at some uh, later point in time. Uh, and then Monday, yesterday. Oh, yesterday had uh, truly the privilege of seeing one of my friends in a play. Um, it is called Black Odyssey. I am shouting it from the rooftops. Everyone, please go and see it. It was fantastic. Um, so what so is the, it? Yeah. So let me, I, I wrote this down because I was like, I want to make sure I capture this. So it is, it is kind of like a reimagining of the Odyssey. Um, okay. But it's a play. Eagle, yeah, it's a play. Um, Where is it? And it was uh, it was close to NYU, the actual location. It was in a, okay. a black theater, uh, uh, okay. like African-American theater uh, organization. Um, okay. And so the so the reimagining is kind of told through the eyes of a black family. Um, it focuses on Ulysses and he is in the in the play. He is a black soldier that is returning home after doing a tour in Afghanistan and it just, it just does such a great job of exploring all these different themes. Um, it's, it's about family. It talks a lot about like, um, I'm trying to think it like the generations and sort of like a little bit of like generational trauma it, and it does it in a way where it, um, Oh, and it's, it's set in Harlem. So it kind of also does like, while they're telling this story, they're also referencing like historical spots in Harlem. Um, There's also an infusion of music. So there's different points where they're singing different, um, very popular, you know, African-American songs or music. So at one point there's a number, there's like weight in the water. Then Mm -hmm. you kind of jump to another point where they're doing, um, uh, kind of doing tribute to, uh, music of like Tina Turner. Uh, I think kind of James Brown is also, uh, in there as well, but it's just, it it is, is so brilliantly done. I I wish I could do it justice, but it just, it, it is, it does such a great job of sort of retelling this story, but making it accessible to like the black community because it, okay. it explores all those themes that we're familiar with and just does it in the most beautiful way. Um, so if you, anyone listening, if you are around, please, please see it. It is wonderful. My How friend, long is fantastic. Uh, I think it's there until uh, March. I think it's like March 26th is the last okay. date. Okay. Um, but yeah, it is. It's fantastic. Everyone in it was fantastic. Oh, and then like everyone in the show 
so like it starts off and only like a select number of people kind of, you know, uh, are singing and are part of those musical numbers, but little mm-hmm. by little, everyone starts singing, you know, like Got everyone it. has like a song that they do. And there's just a moment towards the end of the play where someone starts singing and I was like, okay, I should have known. And it was amazing. I don't want to give it away, but I feel like it, I, I should have known, but I think they knew that no one was really expecting it. And yeah, it got me. And you know, there were definitely some tears. There were, yeah, it was, it was so good. So good. Um, so yeah, anyone listening, please, please check it out. Oh, and you know who else was in it? And I have not seen her and she must be like, I wonder if she's just been in the, like the, the theater, um, world since the last time we saw her. But do you remember D Woods? Do yes. You remember? Make it yeah. the man. Yes. 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 She, she was, was also, by the way, she was also oh. just now in, um, the Amazon prime show Harlem for those, you know, oh. yes, she, she had a little cameo in that. So she is acting. She in these okay. streets. She yes. was fantastic. She like, and it was like, and the, so, and that was the thing. It was like, the acting was on point. The, the music, the people's voices was, they were beautiful. It was insane how talented each and every person in the cast was like unbelievable. So yeah, she, she did a song and she just reminded everybody that she could fucking sing. Like if Mm -hmm. you forgot if you for a moment forgot about her and her voice, she reminded you in this play. She yes. Fantastic. Woods. Fantastic. It's yes. so funny because when I, um, the Harlem on Amazon had just, mm-hmm. it's just finished. So, um, the, the season is fresh in my mind and yeah. I'm watching her on screen. I go, I know her. I think right. that's the girl from making up the band. So then mm-hmm. I, of course I immediately go to her Instagram and she's uh-huh. like promoting a bunch of stuff. So yeah, she yeah. is very much in the scene. I love it. Good for her. Oh, she, she is great. Oh my goodness. Oh. And then there was a moment where I thought of you because there's a scene where, uh, the Ulysses son is, you know, in jail and, or no, I'm sorry. He's on the subway. He's on the train, the subway train. And a cop comes in to kind of like tell him that he's got to get off because it's the last stop. And mm-hmm. he does the whole New York, New York guy voice. He's just like, uh, you know, you got to go. Like it was, it was hilarious. It was so fucking, I was like, that's a New York guy voice. That's exactly what it is. See, he knows. Wow. He knows exactly what that is. Yep. Wow. Got it. Yeah, he's like, hey, you got to get off the train. Hey, you know, you gotta look, you got to get off I'm the train. I'm from New York. Yeah. From- <laughs> <laughs> I was from like, if, if you were there with me, that would have been the moment we would have looked at each other and just started hysterically laughing. Like I was like, I was chuckling and I feel like people were like, why is this bitch laughing <laughs> at this moment? Like, yeah, he's funny, but I don't think it's that funny. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. It was okay, too, too okay, okay. Yeah, that sounds yeah. really that sounds really good. Yeah, it was it was amazing. And like I said, I'm not doing it justice. I'm I'm always so terrible with like breaking down shows because it's just I'm like overwhelmed or overcome with like all the emotions. But just take my word for it. It is great. Please see it if you have a chance. It is it is wonderful and support black theater. Let me let me also just say that Amen. because Amen yeah, to that. they are they are doing amazing amazing work. Um, 
So yeah, so that was my weekend. Um, now the play had me thinking about different things. I don't okay. know. Did we? Let's, did we want? Let's get discuss. Into let's discuss. Okay. Let's go for it. So one of the things that the the one of the themes that the play explored was sort of you know knowing your history, uh, in particular knowing your your family's history. And there's a lot of talk about you know the passing on of you know, oral history by telling, you know, stories and those stories getting passed from generation to generation. And I had this moment where I realized like, oh man, like I really, I I don't know my family's history. Like in particular, uh, my mom's side of the family. So that's the, that's the Puerto Ricans y'all. And I, it was just that moment of like, I don't, I don't know. I, there's so much I don't know about that side of the family. So I just wanted to like throw that out there and, and ask you, like, do you, like, do you know, like your family's history? Is it something that, you know, when you get together during the holidays, are they, you know, going through and sharing the stories about, you know, your, your grandparents and your great grandparents and great, great, great grandparents. Like, is that something that comes up frequently when you all get together? Well, um, Yes and no, and it depends on what side of the family. So mm, I think okay. my mom's, my mom's um, father, his side mm. of the family does a, re- well, he's he's deceased, but his mm. uh, ancestors, the rest of the people who are still alive, uh, mm. his descent are there. They are very much into retaining history, um, and I yeah. love that. Um, so I, it really, again, it depends on what side of family we're talking about. I've gone to family reunions only for that side of the family. Mm-hmm. And it's so informative, like, yeah. you know, knowing, I will say this, both of my, both sides of my family, my mom and my dad, our family members are from North Carolina. Mm. And, um, you know, there's obviously for many reasons, North Carolina for African-Americans have, it was, a you know, a state where where people were enslaved. So Mm. I know that our last names from both sides of the family are certainly Mm. names of whites who own Mm. plantations. And Ah. this is so interesting that you brought this up today because tell me (laughs) I was, (laughs) I was on Twitter, you know, my social Mm -hmm. media break in the middle of the day and they had posted about, I think I follow some like New York, Twitters or, you know, whatever it was. And in mm-hmm. honor of Black History Month, the last day, um, it was discussing an NYPD, the first black African-American man to integrate the NYPD, which happened in like 1911. And his name mm. was Samuel Battle. And I'm what? like, if anyone, oh, yes, what? people, that's my last name. So, um, <laughs> and I go, wow, you know, Battle, it's not like a Smith. So mm-hmm. I wonder where, you know, is he from New York? If he integrated in 1911, he probably was in his 20s, which means he was born in the late 1800s. So I mm-hmm. I, I did a deep dive because I'm like, that's such a uh, different name. Wow. And most people I know who last names are battles, who are African-American, have family mm-hmm. from North Carolina. And mm-hmm. I, you know, shout over to Wikipedia and um, I immediately learned he was born in North Carolina, and so I go, Shut okay, up. yes, yes. So he, so wow. I don't know if he's like directly related to me, but at minimum, our families came from the same plantation. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. um, you know, so then it's like, okay, so we have this last name. 
who, where does this come from? So then I go kind of do some Googling on the battle name in the white Mm -hmm. world. And yes, Mm -hmm. uh, I learned that there was a, um, a man, a, a man named, I forgot his first name. It might've been Samuel, funny enough, or yeah. something like that, that had owned a mill in, I want to say maybe Rocky Mount. Yeah, it is Rocky Mount because that's where my ancestors are from with the last name battle. Rocky Mount, mm-hmm. North Carolina. And he owned some like large mill. And I'm assuming, and that was in like the late, Mm, that was early 1800s. So he certainly had enslaved people working, you know, his property and all of that. And he had a son that was a doctor uh, mm. in the army and like was very, very successful, like almost Surgeon General, but not quite. But he lived in New York for a while. And um, so he was born at, right after um, the Civil War ended. And mm-hmm. I think, but yeah, was a doctor and, you know, had a bunch of wives and all that stuff so like yeah like you you kind of understand especially if you know a couple of things like where your family is from so you know a lot during the later migration times because african-americans kind of did a great migration post civil war Mm -hmm. and then like in the early 1900s the 20s the 30s the 40s because it was so bad due to Jim Crow laws in the South and the North needed the help because there was all these factories and work. So there was a few migration periods to African-Americans. I will say mm-hmm. my parent, my family did it the second half. So most mm-hmm. of them stayed in the South until it got really shitty. There's no jobs and, you know, right. people getting beat up for no reason and lynched. So they said, fuck that. We're out. We're going to go to the major cities like New York, New Jersey. Um, pretty much that's like where they settled. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, again, like this wow. this guy who integrated the NYPD, we, there's a possibility we're related, but I'm not sure because usually wow. these, these slave owners, they had so many, especially if they were a rich slave owner, um, right. many, you know, post, post-Civil War, you don't have last names. So if you worked a right. plantation with this per- this guy's last name, you just automatically took that, that person's yeah. last name. So right, we could right. be related, we could not, but again, there's... It's a small community of African-American battles, and uh, they're essentially from North Carolina. Wow. That is crazy. And I just figured this out today because of that damn tweet about this guy integrating the NYPD in 1911. And I was like, we could be related. And he's from, you know, where, where my people are from. That is so crazy. Yes. Like just crazy that like that was something you experienced today, right? Yes. As I'm like sitting here coming up with topics, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna talk about family, and I don't know the history, but wow. Yes. But secondly, Nikki, have you done mm. like any sort of DNA testing, like a 23andMe or Ancestry? I, because I have. Okay. I've done. Okay, so I've done 23andMe. Um, okay. But I didn't. Um, so it, it it gives me like the breakdown of where my ancestors are from, but I didn't yes. I didn't select the option to like find relatives like that. That's kind of, the thing because I yeah. found many different relatives with you know like third cousins, second cousins. So I think mm-hmm. that part was more exciting than giving me the breakdown of you know my you know eth- ethnic origins. Right. I'm more excited about finding people that, you know, there's parts of my family. I have no idea where these people are. And there's so many like random 
things that you may think is true. Like, you know, right. people have found out that, hey, we're not, I'm not related to my mother. You know, there's just so right. many things that you can find out via the tracking right. of the family part. That's more exciting. And and to right. be honest, I've connected with like a third cousin who lived in the DMV area. And I was, mm-hmm. we just kind of like started messaging each other via 23andMe. And now mm-hmm. we've never met in person, but like, we we are like friends on in social media and we like talk to each other fairly often, you know, commenting on mm-hmm. pictures and videos. So like like I am acknowledging we're acknowledging our existence before. I mean, we're so far removed from each other that we probably would right. never meet in real life. But I've connected via 23andMe. So there's some cool parts about like finding your your people on this website. Right. Right. No, I've, I've thought about, cause I think you can still, you know, once, <laughs> once they got your DNA, all they got to do is just, you know, once you tell them, yes, they'll connect you to all the people. Yeah. Um, so I might, I might still do it. Um, but yeah, I guess I was just, I was a little apprehensive, not because I was scared about like, Oh, what if I find out something real crazy? Not that, but just, I don't know, like, would that be kind of like overwhelming just to sort of like, be inundated because I just imagine like I know on my dad's side my dad was one of 10 kids so I just feel like (laughs) you know and if you go back right like I just feel like they were they were also (laughs) I say this with all the love in the world um I feel like they were uh they were very religious um and I feel like with that a lot of times comes this idea of like procreation and you mm-hmm. you know having a large family was very much what you did so my my apprehension was more about like i'm about to like open the door and just have like cousins upon cousins and cousins and cousins of cousins and cut like it just would have been something crazy but you know i but that's also kind <laughs> like, of a good thing if you have if you have questions especially since you're Mom's right. side and your dad's side come from such different regions that like right. you would learn more about, you may find some cousins that lo- are local on your mom's side that you may not right. know. So it's kind of a right. cool tool. Um, you know, it, 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 it goes into the weeds. So I think like mm. today I went on there after this whole, like finding my fake cousin that's on NYPD. Um, mm. right, <laughs> I went right. on there and then, and, you know, it shows you like you have 1500, uh, relatives with parts of your DNA. So obviously like it, oh, and they rank wow. it from like, yes. And they rank it from like highest amounts of DNA. For example, I have a, I have a, a aunt that's my mother's half sister. She has like the highest ranking closest of parts of DNA because she's my uh-huh. mom's sister, but only half. Um, right. So she, that she actually funny enough, she's my mom's half sister, but in DNA world, she's technically because of the DNA matching, she's a, first cousin because we don't have we only have like one you know a, a percentage so they say Wait, either say, like yeah say what now i know she's under I was like, what? under yeah. ancestor 23 and me she's listed yeah. as a, a first cousin because she's my mother's half sister not full sister so they list her as a first cousin oh yes okay okay gotcha okay yes i was like say what now huh yes okay i see what you're but saying yes, gotcha. so they rank it again so she's like the first person in the list for me, mm-hmm. who has the most percentage of DNA uh, similar to me, everyone else mm-hmm. is kind of like far removed. But the ones that are closer, and I have no idea who they are, I'm like, well, okay, who are you? And where did you right. grow up? And like, so it's kind of cool kind of piecing this all together 
and different age groups, of course, there's people right. close to my age, obviously a lot older. And then as the DNA becomes further away, you see your white relatives and you're like, oh, OK, right. <laughs> <laughs> which is always like, what? OK, yeah, OK, we're right. kind of related. You know, we're weirdly related. OK, mm. that's weird. But yes, they're in there, too. So out of the right. 1500 connections, the further you go away, you see a white family. Right. Um, well, mine wouldn't be that far, but you know. Right, right. Yours uh, <laughs> wouldn't be that far. But yes. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. So no, did, I think it's a cool tool. Has anyone else reached out to you after a you did A couple of them? people. When okay. I first I, when I first joined, there was a white lady trying to like, I don't know, understand her family connection. And I'm like, um, mm-hmm. more you either you had uh I mean, you got two options here. Right. Either, you're like <laughs> Like it's not that complicated. Somebody in your family, (laughs) right? So either it was a slave owner, or you had a a a person in your family that passed. Uh, One of the two happened. So there's Mm -hmm. they passed. They were Mm -hmm. passing. If you know what that means, audience, meaning a black person for uh, who had such uh, a mixed ancestry that they were able to pass as white. Or mm-hmm. you had a slave owner person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was raping their uh, enslaved first uh, people. So yeah, yeah it, it just there's there's not many options here. So yeah, it was most likely there was no love story. It wasn't like you know it wasn't any of that. Just oh, uh, African American be... person trying to pass or that. Yeah. So yeah. Did you did you ever end up talking to her? Cause that no, would be I just I just weirdest... didn't know what to say because I'm like, right. what what do you what can I contribute for you? I don't really know much about my history, so you can right. actually fill me in. But I just think she was just kind of like, wow, I don't want to be the wow in your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't have anything that... to contribute. I don't know. I don't know anything. Right. So I'm right. not sure. You... At, she probably was so excited to see, oh my God, I have African, you know, if there's someone in my lineage that's <laughs> African American. And I'm like, okay, so what do you want me to tell you? Because <laughs> I got nothing. Right, right, yeah. right. And you can't, and are you surprised? Like, I, I always hear those stories about like white people who are just like so surprised that there's like black people in their family. And I'm like, why is this surprising? Why are you surpri- if you're from the South, <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit, the North as well. But if you have, right. if you have descendants, that came here hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. You have black. You have black relatives, whether you're from the north or the south. Now, let's say yeah. your your family came here in the 1900s. Maybe not, but mm. if you sure. have settlers in your family, you mm-hmm. have black relatives. Period. Right. Right. That's right. it. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you came I to mean- Ellis Island, maybe not. But if you came here earlier than that, you got black but relatives. Probably, probably too. Like I just, I just think that you know we're we're a lot more mixed than we think. Like I think we rely yeah. too much on like skin color, and because right, like maybe you never saw someone who was like blackity black black, like mm-hmm. in your family, but like you probably had a relative that was mixed and. You just never put it together because, right, the whole passing thing and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, yeah, I I just always hear those stories and people are like, oh, my God. I'm like, how? How, how are you so surprised? I don't understand. It was survival. Ugh. It was survival. Like, yeah. 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 I, you know, I just, 
yeah, I, I, but to your, you know, the comment you made before about the whole wow thing and not wanting to be someone's wow, I think that was also kind of in the back of my mind where, you know, I don't, I don't know that I'm ready to have those kinds of conversations with folks. Um, but yeah, so I, I may, I may still do it. I am very curious about, you know, like I said, my mom's side of the family and just, you know, where they're from because you know what's so sad is that my mom actually never so for folks i I don't think i don't know if i said it before but whatever recap um so my mom is puerto rican was puerto rican grew up in the bronx um but she actually never went to puerto rico she never visited she had been to uh dr but she had not Mm -hmm. been to puerto rico Okay. So were her parents you know, I, from Puerto Rico? Yeah, that's my understanding. Okay. They were like born and raised in Puerto Rico. So and when I did they come to the States? I don't know. I don't okay. know. Wow. I don't, I mean, when they were. But you can get that information from my aunt or uncle, right? Right. I would, I would need to, you know, reach out Acknowledge to them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, you know, it, ah, yeah, it's hard. Um, There's a lot I could say, uh, but don't want to unleash uh, weird family stuff on random, uh, our listeners, not, I shouldn't say random, but just our listeners. Um, But yeah, it's, uh, family dynamics are interesting. And, you know, I, I know, I'm sure everyone has some, at least a story like that, where, that thing happened years ago and just never really got resolved. And now it's, you know, the grudge that happened years ago have now has now become sort of like the family grudge that you yourself are holding on to, but you don't even know why, because it's mm-hmm. some shit that mm-hmm. happened, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's a little like that. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it is sad though, because I just remember growing up with, you know, um, you know, and having conversations with my mom. And I, I really never got to the bottom of like why she had never gone to Puerto Rico. And I don't know if it's some weird thing where I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if she was avoiding it for some reason. I don't know if, you know, she was trying to, I don't know, not embrace, uh, the, that part of who she was, you know, cause I, I've heard some people talk about, you know, there's Puerto Ricans from the island and then there's New Yorkans and they can mm-hmm. be very, very different. So sh- I don't they know. They definitely if, are at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. So I don't know if, you know, it's because she was someone who grew up in the Bronx, you know, in New York, there was a certain, you know, way of life that she knew and was embracing and just never really had any uh, desire to go back and and visit family. The other thing is like, I don't, I don't know that, I don't know if I still have family, you know, on the Island. I don't know. I have no idea. I just, I'm sure you do. I, yeah, I don't, I don't I even think you remember. need to open that portal up, babe. Open up that portal. <laughs> Click, check that box, check the, go mm-hmm. back into 23 and me and check that box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, but the play made me think of all this. We're like, I don't remember her. I don't remember her telling me too many stories like her, her mom passed. My grandmother passed when I was really young. 
And from what I can recall, I feel like it was really difficult for my mom, but she never really, she never really talked about her all that much after, after she passed, you know? Um, but like my grandfather, you know, was alive for a, a number of years. I don't think, I think he passed maybe after I graduated college and he was mm-hmm. a trip, like funny, funny dude. Like he would, you know, tell some crazy stories. I, you know, unfortunately I can't recall a lot of them now, but he was just a hilarious dude. And, you know, if my, if my mom was still here, like that would definitely be something that I would be asking her. Like I would have seen that play and come home and be like, Hey mom, I need you to talk to me about your family because I don't know a heck of a lot. Like tell, tell me some stories, break it down for me. Um, the other thing that I, that I will say in my I don't know if I brought it up with you, but I feel like a lot of my high school friends know the one thing that my mom used to always tell me was that like someone on her dad's side of the family was Russian. Like apparently we're like part Russian, but girl, when I did the 23andMe, that did not come up at all. Okay. I was like, I was like, okay, I don't know. Like, I don't know the specifics of DNA. No Eastern European at all. No, not in that okay. region. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I do not know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that would have been something else for my mom. Like, hey, mom. Uh, I know you've been saying for a long time that there was some sort of Russian ancestry. Uh, it didn't come up. So <laughs> should we talk about this a little bit more? Well, who told you that? Where who that told from? you this? What is this old yeah, wife's right. tale? <laughs> right, 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 right. No, but yeah, there's exactly. there's there's some validity in that. There's a lot of things. I've seen commercials where they say, Oh, my my aunt told me we have this, but in fact there's none of it. Mm. Um but yeah, one thing to reveal to me, when I go to these family reunions, I was talking about my mother's uh dad's side of the family. So my grandfather, mm-hmm. they really own in on the fact that we have Native American ancestry. And I think that's really cool. Mm. We're a part yeah. of the Kahari uh, native tribe that's like regioned in North uh, North Carolina. And, you know, we have, from, even from pictures, we have some family members that are clearly Native American. Um, but I think we exaggerate that a bit. Uh, because <laughs> when, when I did my a- 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 ancestry results, uh, mm-hmm. you would think it, we were like, you know, our grandmother was Native and that is not right. true. A lot of uh, our ancestors is European, and um, hmm. there I do have I do have Native American ancestry. It's about two and a half percent, so it's not much. But yes, mm-hmm. that person did exist in our family lineage, but it's probably not as much as we think it is. <laughs> right, right, yes. right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yes. the that's the interest, interesting stuff when you go through and you're like, yeah, no, not not so much. And I remember being surprised that like. I had a decent, uh, and by decent, I mean like, like 0.3%, I think of, uh, Asian, I think. Okay. Like in my breakdown. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, pretty cool. Uh, no one's really talked about that, but you know, thinking about my dad's side of the family in Jamaica, I do know that they oh, have a yeah. pretty, oh, yes, yeah. yes, which is like, I mean, I remember one time going to visit my um, one of my uncles who uh, grew up in Jamaica, but at the time was living in Florida. And he was like part of a soccer team, which also is like super popular with Jamaicans. Like, I feel like every mm-hmm. Jamaican fucking plays soccer. 
So, uh, right. So, um, we were like, uh, my uncle was finishing up a game and there was an Asian gentleman that was on the team girl. He started talking and his Jamaican accent was sick. I was like, what? Sounds about right. What is happening? What? Yeah. And then that's when, you know, my uncle schooled me and was like, yeah, yeah, yes, there are Asians in Jamaica. It There's is actually a huge like population a of population. Asian. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. So it was very, very cool. But you know, I may I may go back, revisit things. It, you know, family is so interesting. And, you know, like I said, seeing the play and and just all these themes being brought up, it just made me wanna, you know, just go back and see if I could uh, I may even, you know, reach out to my aunts and uncles on both sides and just, you know, ask them to share yeah. more stories with me because those are so great. It's just such a beautiful thing. It's to, great. And just knowing yeah. like your, your background and like not mm-hmm. having these questions that, you know, and right. they're, they're still here. So unless right. there's something, I understand protecting your energy. I 100% agree. Sure. But, right. um, let, you know, they're here and we're all here for mm-hmm. a limited time. So if you want to know, reach out. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. No, you're right, girl. You're right. So I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you posted if uh, if I'm able to figure out who the fuck is Russian. If I <laughs> I call that uncle and he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I know why. Yeah, yeah. That was a lie. We told your mom and it was a joke and she didn't realize Or it. like and you had a relative that went to Russia. You know, he she may not sure. be Russian. I don't think, you know, the thing is with stories, they don't come out of nowhere. They just get confused. Right. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Yes. It becomes the telephone yes. game where it was yes. like, no, no, he wasn't yes. Russian. Right. He was in Russia. He was in Russia. Maybe right. he went to the military. Right. Like there's, there's different, right. yes, it's just depending on how the story is interpreted and when it's interpreted 8 right. million times down the line, who the hell knows? But yes, right. there's probably some truth in that statement. You just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, no, I'll, I'll keep you posted. Um, let me check. Ooh, wow. We did. Okay. Well, I don't know. It might be time. I didn't realize how much time had passed with, okay. um, our well, our family uh, discussion, but yeah, well, let's fucking you go. Do let's it? let's let's Woo! do it. Jersey, a trivia. Oh, that was Jersey. terrible. Thank you, thank you. Trivia. Uh, I just want to make it progressively Ooh. awful every time we do this. Yeah, and that's why you stayed silent, and you were like, "Oh, yeah, I just wanted you to freestyle." Yeah, I just wanted you to freestyle it. Yeah, hate you, hate you so much. Okay, um, so um, sort of keeping on theme of uh stories, storytelling, uh, history, interesting stories that get passed down sure. um i i've got one uh about new jersey um specifically <laughs> with regards to some um alleged paranormal activity okay and so um and i am so let me also okay guys let me also preface this by saying you know that it is my mission now every week going forward to stump yentl Okay. I'm just going to keep coming up with like a, the, like every week it's just going to get more and more obscure. I'm just going to, I don't know. I'm going to start looking at archive newspapers. I'm going to mm. just start, you know, asking that 95 year old that 
we always see sitting, you know, in the park. I'm going to be like, hey, sir, do you have a trivia question? Because I'm trying to stump my friend. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So okay, that is, that is uh, how I came upon this. And I'm praying that you don't know it. But I swear to God, if you do, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay. So can you name the the yeah give me the name of the location it goes by two names like there's a a specific location but it's known by another name so i'll take the location or the name that's assigned to this phenomenon but um the name of the location for um this area in new jersey that is believed to be the site of paranormal activity more specifically it is on a roadway And the story is that it is sort of this, um, it, it feels like when you are on this roadway that someone is pushing your car uphill. Like it almost like feels like it's like defying the laws of gravity. Cause it's like, it's supposed to be like in the front and it's pushing your car backwards going backwards up a hill okay huh oh okay so is it it's a roadway i'm i'm supposed to know (laughs) you could give me like the the area um because so this is the interesting thing like i feel like i had heard about this growing up and i knew I had heard like the name, there was one name it was given, but it's on a particular roadway that like, I I never remember hearing about the actual roadway. Like I just heard like this name that it was kind of like assigned for some reason. And I I was trying to look up why, but I, I have not Mm -hmm. been able to figure it out. So if you can give me like the roadway, um, if you could tell me like the, the town, that it's okay. in. I don't know. Again, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard any of this growing up, but it's sort of not one of those drop. weird. Not a <laughs> okay. Um, you got want to guess at all or okay? Um, I I I am going to guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I is okay. Can I ask one hint? Is it is it yeah. North Jersey or South Jersey? That'll help. Well, it's North Jersey and I will help you further and say it's like closer to my neck of the woods, North Jersey, as in where I grew up, North Jersey, because I think technically where you grew up is is Newark's considered North Jersey, right? Or is it center? No, no, it's North. North Sorry. That was a dumb question. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That was stupid. It came out of my mouth and I was like, that was dumb. Um, but yeah, okay, closer, so closer North Jersey, me. closer to you. You want me mm-hmm. to give you like a route? Um, 280? Yeah, know. a route. Sure, 280. Okay, yeah, know. a route. Sure, 280. I don't know anymore. <laughs> or, route, or route one and nine. I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, you I almost thought you fucking got it. I had to hear you say it three times. Cause I was like, if this chick just named the route out of nowhere, okay. No, not 280. It is 208. Oh, I don't know anything uh, about that. Okay. I I thought you did, girl. I thought you said 208 and I was going to be like, you know what? F you. 
F you. And there's like two routes up there. 280 goes up north and then 109 mm-hmm. kind of goes north and south. So I was like, I'm just going to do a guess. I don't know. Yeah. And 208 is a weird, <laughs> it's a weird route because I don't think like you'd have to, I'm trying to remember now. Oh my God. Like my memory of like my hometown is crazy. It's a weird route because it's not off of any of like the the major roadway. So like to get up by me, you would do like route four, route 17. Uh, right. Like I think 280 like cuts through at some point yeah. or like I 80, I not, you know, I 90, whatever. Um, but right. So 208, I feel like is like some weird route that kind of comes off of route 17 at some point, And I can't even remember, but it is um, Route 208 in the Franklin Lakes area. Okay. It is the name that it was given is it's called Gravity Road okay. or Hill. And I think I remember hearing about Gravity Hill. And so, um, oh, I guess that makes sense duh, because of the whole, the gravity phenomenon. Right. I am so slow today. Right. Uh, but, um, right. So I remember hearing that there's this area where it's like your, your car, it's either at like a stop, or, but you're like, you're in the valley. Like you've come down a hill and you're like at the bottom of the hill stopped. And then you will feel like if you sit there long enough, supposedly you will feel like somebody is in front of your car and is pushing your car backwards back up the hill. Mm -hmm. And I kind of remember hearing about it because I don't know if it was an accident or if someone actually got killed, but people started to do that. Like people started to go, um, they would drive out to that road, stop at the foot of the hill, like waiting to see if this ghost would push them back up. And then, you know, the the next car that's behind them coming down would either slam into them or if they got out of their car or whatever. Mm. I just remember hearing, you know, stories about like this, someone dying because they wanted to see this ghost fucking push the car back up the hill. <laughs> well, that's but- dumb. <laughs> yeah. And then like, so I was reading this one article and some people said that like, some people supposedly like put baby powder on the front of their car to see if they could see like handprints. Mm-hmm. And some people swear that they saw handprints after it happened and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's one of those kind of uh, interesting urban legends of North Jersey that I remember hearing about and thought I would, um, yeah, that sounds with cool, it. Though. So, well, cool. And then yeah, hopefully people. Of, uh, aren't pretending to like do this to die, but you know, yeah, yeah. no, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I wouldn't, I wouldn't all- take the risk of a ghost pulling me back and like me, like falling off a fucking cliff because this like mm. scary, you know, ghost story is around. I just want to take that risk, but people do. I think, right. Cause it's such a weird, and you know, I was trying to find more and more articles on it. And I think there's there's some people who swear that like it legit happens, but they think that it's some like it's it's something with the road. Like there's some anomaly in the road that, that makes like, sense. That like causes it. So like it mm-hmm. looked like, you know, and then one person was saying, you know, yeah, it might be one of those things where like it looks like you're at the foot of the hill, but really you're not. Like there's some other like curvature in the road that mm-hmm. like gravity now pushes it the other way and that's why it kind of slowly starts to go 
backwards up. I don't know, but I just remember, yeah, hearing uh, interesting stories about it growing up. And yeah, I went down a rabbit hole and started looking up a whole bunch of other things. So you might get a bunch of these in the next uh, couple weeks. Love um, to see it. Looking forward to it. (laughs) Yeah, you are very welcome. Very, very welcome. If anyone else has uh, some New Jersey ghost stories, uh, let me know. So I can stump Yentl. I am here for it. I love a good, and it's just like, so I, I will just say this one last thing. That another story that I had heard, and I'm going to do more research on it because I'm genuinely intrigued. I remember growing up, and this is so fucked up, but I remember hearing some story about like the, another hill. Like, I feel like there's always a hill involved in these stories that there were uh, it was a family that either lived in the hills or the mountains that were, and you know, forgive the description, but inbred um, mm-hmm. and were like grossly deformed and just lived out in the hills. And every, you know, couple weeks, years, whatever, one of them would like pop out and like attack somebody. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I had heard it for years. I never really looked into it apparently it's like a thing that has been talked about, but I I think the story just kind of evolved into it being like an inbred family, but evidently it was, um, it was individuals that were of mixed race because it was the, like the Indian Indian tribe that was living in the area Mm-hmm. And the idea is that um, freed slaves, when they came out to like that area in like North Jersey, that they, you know, they got it on, had kids, yep. and that these children were the product of, okay. you know, the, these two groups. And then somehow those children and, you know, this uh, mix evolved into some weird way to being like an inbred family. And wow. I don't fucking know how or why. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to do more research on that because that was something that I started looking at after I came up with the the trivia question and just couldn't believe it because the story that I had heard was like vastly different, like with some weird batshit crazy shit about an inbred family attacking people. And it was like, no, like actually it was a historical, like <laughs> it was these groups of people that were displaced and they were in the mountains and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I love that. So, that's, that's a much better story. <laughs> But like, how the fuck did it turn into the other? I was like, when did that happen? And like, is it some, like the fear is that it's like some racist shit. Like it was like, you know, people started referring to those children as like, oh, they're, you know, deformed and they, oh, they must be in, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, Like, and and mm -hmm. is that how it came about? So I don't know. I might be doing some research, but, um, yeah, I'm going to save that for another time. Um, I know it's late. Do you want to do your uh, your recap before we uh, say goodbye to folks? Yes. Um, try it of new activity. I think Nikki has inspired me to fucking, I don't know, do a daybreak dance party in the morning and yes. go do like escape rooms. Like, I don't know, just do something fun for yourself and for others, but more importantly, yourself. Um, yes. I don't, I don't, what? What else are we talking about? Oh, Black Theater. See, yeah, black go see theater. Black uh, Go see theater. Black Theater. Yeah, support, support Black Theater. So like, mm-hmm. Everywhere, no matter where you live, it, there's always a right. theater company that's 
that is uh, dedicated to Black actors and actresses that typically do not get their fair share in equity within other theater lands. So please Mm -hmm. go check it out. And um, finally, I I, I have nothing today. Just like, I don't even know what the hell Nikki was talking about the last few minutes regarding this haunted shit, but I support (laughs) her stumping me. So I'm going to support this question. Love her dearly. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. And I love that. I, you know yes. what? I'll take it. Uh, even yeah. if you were like, I don't know what the fuck this chick was talking about for the last three minutes, but you know what? She stumped me. So she stumped me. Okay, thank you. Stumped I'll me, still, Nikki. I'll take it. I I'll salute. Still take salute. the W. Salute to you. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Um, thank you all for listening this week. Uh, until next time, keep it Jersey. Keep it Jersey. And uh, yeah. Uh, bye. bye.